Put your hands together unto the Lord. Kindly be on your feet. Kindly be on your feet. Lift your right hand. Wave it unto the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord for helping you to see a special day like this and giving you an opportunity to experience the blessings of the Lord today. Or wave your hands and say something to the Lord this morning. In the name of Jesus. Oh, say something to him. Say something to him. We give you all the praise. Moja Sufu Udiwu Moja Nato Iwati Misi Famiyo Famiyo Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord in our midst this morning in the name of Jesus.
Put your hands together. Please take your seat. So God bless you for coming. You are welcome to this morning's great invitation service. I welcome you on behalf of my papa, Evangelist Elijah Ben. Oh, you didn't put your hands together well at all. Hallelujah. This morning, it's, it's, it's really an honor to stand here. Because the shoes are very big. And when they put you in these shoes, I had to say, I had to say, I had to say, I I Mpapuano is too big. The shoe is too big for me. But I believe that the Holy Spirit will fill the space that is left. And our lives will not be the same. In the name of Jesus. So once again, my papa extends his greetings to all of us. He will be with us in a few moments. It will surprise you. By the time you open your eyes, he will be in the building. So he says, all of you are welcome this morning. So this morning... The Lord has something for us. And through our Papa, He has given us something to share. So, whatever I'm going to share with you is what my Papa has given to me to share with you. So, because I am wearing a big shoe, and in the beginning, in the beginning, in the as I say, put your hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Please send your Bibles with me to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, the verse 2. Ecclesiastes 7 and the verse 2. The Bible says, It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men. And the living will lay it to his heart. So this morning, what the Bible is telling us, I want you to be very attentive and listen to what our Father has for us to share. Because it's, it's, it's very, very important. And even when I went through the notes, it blessed me so much. So I want you to also pay attention and listen well so that it will also bless you. Now the Bible says it is better to go to the house of mourning. In other words, it is better to go to where they are having funeral service than to go to a place where there is a party. But why is this so? 
Why is the Bible saying so? Because in the place of mourning or in the place where there is a funeral under normal circumstances the place is supposed to be a sober and a quiet atmosphere so that as a man when you get into that atmosphere you can sit down and reflect and think about what life has for you. But today, it is actually not so. Today, most of us, when we go to such places, like funerals, there are a lot of reasons why we went there. Some people, when they are going to the funeral, they are having rubber bags in their bag. They are going to take away the takeaway to their home. The takeaway that they have been given, they are going to take more away to their homes and go and enjoy. Some people also go just because was spotted a girl be spotted a girl. they want to grind the girl. Who the girl going to the Just because of the music time. So she can dance with And there are some people also that go. And the reason why they are going is going to dance. I know some people that when they go, they just go and dance so that they can get money. I remember one time I went to meet somebody whose name starts with one of the alphabets. If he knows what I'm coming to say, he will know what I'm talking about. So when I went, it was a funeral service. And then the people were jamming. This person was a Christian. So I was just at the back. And I was watching. And they were playing some music. I don't know. Funeral service. And I think they were playing where the party day today no, was where the party like day today and this she said girl or your bow. and she was standing there like and this and do like this say, go, say, go. Ah, somebody that somebody is dead obi, obi, and people obi, are crying she was busy say, uh, so when she was dancing there was one guy in front of her that knew me as well so when the person the guy saw that I was standing there. She was blinking. But the she was she was blinking. And he ran away. What I'm saying is that a lot of people have different reasons for going to funeral services. But what the Bible is telling us here is that when you go, you say that it is supposed to be a place of quietness where you can think about your life. Because look at what he says. He says that it's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men. That person that you went to the funeral and saw the person lying there. The Bible is saying that that is the end of all men. It doesn't matter who you are. Whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are educated, non-educated, that is going to be the end of your life one day. One day you are also going to be like that person that is lying down that is what the Bible it says. One thing, it says, the end of all men. There are some things in this world that is not the portion of all men. It's not all of us here that will get married. True or not true? Hello. True or not true? It's not all of us that will get married. It's not all of us here that will be educated. And it's not all of us that will even be able to get the chance to give birth. Some people cannot be able to give birth. 
There are some things that are not common to all men. But the Bible is saying that one thing that is common to all men is death. Is death. One day, I that you see me standing here with my nice head like this, one day, I will also be dead. And you that you are beautifully sitting there, you that you are nicely dressed, a day is coming that that will also be your portion. It, listen, whether, don't think that I am, maybe I am cursing you or something. Even if I am cursing you, you will still die. The cursor and the cursee, they will die. The person that will say, oh yeah, or you are saying is when you die or not you won't die so everybody is going to face this destiny one day so if you are alive if you are able to reason one of the things that you have to think about is the day that you are going to lie there the day that nothing of you is moving anymore the day that nothing else matters to you anymore than only one thing the preceding verse says he says that and the living will lay this to heart it means that if you are alive today this is what is supposed to be on your heart this is what you are supposed to be thinking about and it's not actually the education that you are looking for it's not the marriage that you are looking for it's not the money that you are looking for but the day that you are going to die that is the day that is supposed to be on your heart and not whatever you want in this world but the bible says what profits a man if you gain everything in this world and at the end of of the day you lose your soul there is nothing in it for you so today the bible says if you are alive if you are alive if you are alive then one thing that is supposed to be on your heart is the day that you'll be lying there that nothing matters to you anymore the most question that people are asking today and nowadays is that when i die what will happen some people even say that when I die, if I die, then that is all. My brother, my sister, I am telling you this morning that the day that you die, that is not the end. That is rather the beginning of a journey into eternity. That is the day that you are going to travel and you are going to enter into the way of eternity. So when you die, telling you that is not the end a lot of people are asking this question nowadays but this is a question that university lecturers can never solve it for you there is no way that doctors can be able to solve this thing for you everybody has his way of explaining to you what happens after death everybody has his means some, 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 some people say that when you die it is finished some people say that when you die, you are, you, are, you are going to stay in your grave and wait until the time that uh, uh, a new world will be formed. And then you come and enjoy the new world that Jesus Christ is going to build. All of those ones are people's minds' ideas. They are what men are saying to us nowadays. So, today I can tell you that when you die, me, I am telling you that when you die, nothing else matters. There is no heaven and there is no hell. Why are you quiet? I don't know You don't believe me. I'm telling you, there is no heaven. There is no hell. 
enjoy your life. Don't think about tomorrow. Do whatever you want to do. And when you finish, and leave your life anyhow and die one day. That is not a problem. One day I met a certain guy and I was talking to this guy about I was trying to evangelize to the guy. And he was telling me that as for him, I asked him, Do you believe that when you die here, there is somewhere else that you have to go? He said, Oh, as for you Christians, I don't know what is wrong with you. You are always thinking about heaven, hell, heaven, hell. So he also asked me back that who has gone to heaven or hell and come back to come and tell you that there is heaven or there is hell. So I was standing there and the Holy Spirit made me also ask him a question. And the question I asked him was, you too, who has gone there and come back to tell you that it is not there? Oh yes. Oh I knew. You that you are asking me, you two, who told you that it is not there? Listen, my brothers and my sisters, it is better eh, to believe that it is there. For example, this guy and I who are having this argument, if I believe that it is there and he believes that it is not there, and tomorrow we all die and we cross into eternity and we get there and there is no heaven and there is no hell what have I lost me that believe what have I lost but if we get there and it is there who has lost you see that you that said it is not there so my brother if you believe it today it will be better for your soul if you believe it today you are going to benefit in eternity one day so what I'm saying is that men can tell you just as I'm also telling you hey, enjoy your life eat, sleep, enjoy enjoy, enjoy don't think about death but you know there is somebody there who has heard that before? Heard that before? Give me a wave. Beautiful. It means that when uh, is it a frog? When the frog comes out of the water and comes to tell you that a crocodile is dead under that sea or that water, you don't argue with it because that is the home of the frog. So it is the frog that knows whatever is happening there. That is why it was able to tell you what it told So now you and I as we are living on this earth now we don't know what will happen after death we never know what will happen after death some, of, some people in this world are giving us a lot of and a lot of ideas concerning after death but there is one person that came from that place that came to this earth he left his mighty throne in glory and came to us on this earth and came to explain to us what will happen to you when you die after the aftermath of death 
was explained to us by this man. And this is the man that has been there and has seen and knows everything that is happening there. And he came to man to come and speak to us. This is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So if you will not believe any man, if you will not believe any man, my sister, my brother, you better believe what Jesus Christ is saying. Because the Bible says, it says that let every man be a liar and let God be true. So God's word, whatever God will tell you, whatever will come from the mouth of God is the truth. Man can tell you whatever he wants that there is nothing after death. But when the Bible speaks, when God speaks from his word, from when God himself opens his mouth and tells you something, you should know that there is something dangerous about it. The Bible tells us the Bible tells us that God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man to repent. Now God in the form of Jesus Christ came to man and came to reveal to us and came to tell us what will actually happen to you. What will happen to me when we are no more on this earth. So today I want us to consider these things because the Bible says that the living should lay it to their hearts. The living should always be thinking about the day that he will leave this earth. My, my papa said something one day. He says that he says that by the time he's leaving this earth, he prays to God that at that time he would have spent all his energy and there will be nothing left in him that he will take to the grave. And I thought about this thing. This is the mind of people who think about eternity. This is the mind of the people that think about the day that they will leave this earth. What are you thinking about today? What is in your mind today? What are you thinking about? Because that day, I'm telling you, my brother, my sister, it is a very terrible day. It is a very terrible day. It is a very terrible day. That is why Jesus Christ himself came to this earth to warn mankind of whatever is happening after death. So if you not listen to any man, if you not take the advice of any man, I tell you, my brother, take the advice of Jesus Christ. Now let's go to the book of Luke, chapter 16. Verse 19 to 31. This is what Jesus Christ came to tell us will happen to us the day that we are no longer on this earth. So the day that you are lying down, the day that you, 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 you have breath, you breathe your last breath, and it looks like people are looking at the dead body. The, the poor people, can you give me four chairs? Four chairs, please. Four chairs. So, let, let me read that scripture. Oh, okay, Sister Benis, read it for me. Sister Benis, come So, I need a volunteer. A volunteer, somebody who will lie on this chair. I just need a volunteer. Somebody should just. Hello. Hello. Okay, why not? Ah, why not? Why? 
She's a lady pastor, a very, very powerful one. Uh, from my, my former school. Okay, so please lie, lie down for me. Beautiful. I need a cloth. Somebody should give me a cloth. A cloth. I need a cloth. Not a cloth that will let her die. Real death. I want a correct cloth. Okay. So give me the cloth. Thank you. So, listen. When you go to a funeral, when you go to where somebody is really dead, this is what you are going to see. And the Bible is saying that you, as the living, this is what you should do. And that is what Jesus Christ shared with us in that scripture. That is why I want to show you. Look at me. Whenever you go to a funeral, this is what you see. And you see that other people are sitting there. They are dancing. They are jumping. They are doing all sorts of things that are not supposed to be done. And then they forget that the place that this person is lying, one day, they will also come and lie here. Let me allow you to breathe. So now, listen to me. Whilst everybody is there, jamming, jumping, eating, rejoicing, this person that is lying here, she is the only one that knows what is happening after death. We that are here, we can only see this one. We can only see this flesh. And that is all that we can see. But in the other realm, when the spirit of this person crosses over, into the other world. There are some things that he sees. You that are sitting there are not seeing. I am telling you, the day that you also lie there like this, that is why the Bible is saying it is better, it is better to go to the house of mourning than to the house of rejoicing. Because when you get there, this is supposed to come into your mind. This is what you are supposed to think about. Now hold on. She is lying there like this. There is something that is happening in the other side of the world that no eyes is able to see. So the day that he, she, she leaves this earth, many people think that that is the end of life. But Jesus Christ is going to tell us and Jesus is going to explain to us that that is not the end of life. The person that we see lying there, one day when you are also lying there, you are going to see things that the people that are around you cannot see. I am telling you, and it is better you think about that day now. It is better you take that day into consideration now than the day that you reach here. Otherwise, the day that you reach here, you are going to regret. Now, please read it for me. Luke 16, verse 19, that was, there was a certain rich man, which was close. Hold on, this is the story. Listen, this is what Jesus Christ told us. That will happen to anybody that gets here. I want you to listen to this story. If you are able to understand this story, I can close. If you understand it, I can close. It means that we are finished. So please read it. There was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate, full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. 
Moreover, the dust came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died. No, it came to pass. And what? It says what? It says what? It came to pass that what? The beggar what? The beggar what? Okay, continue. And was carried by the angel. Whether you are poor. Whether you are of a status or not. This thing is the fate of every man. Every man is going to come here one day. Please continue. And in hell he left and in hell he lifted up his eyes. Being in torment. And he yet Abraham afar off. And Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and there is a great gulf fixed. Now hold on. Hold on. Now let me take it one after the other to really show you. What Jesus Christ was saying to us. Now, number one, number one, when somebody dies, or the day that you come to die here, the day that we are conducting, everyone else is crying. That you think that that is the end of that man. Jesus Christ is telling us that now, he says, and he lifted up his eyes in hell. The person was having eyes. No way. The person that you think was dead, that had been buried, the Bible says that he lifted up his eyes. Have you seen a dead body lifting up his eyes before? It's a question I'm asking you. Have you seen that a dead body has lifted up his eyes So that is telling you that you that is sitting there, the name that your father gave you, the name that you are called, that is not this body. The day that this body is taken from you, you will discover that there is somebody else inside you that is really that human being that has been walking on earth and it is not really this body I am telling you my brother my sister you know whenever you go when you go to the shop and you want to buy Coca-Cola what do you say? I'm buying Coke and they give you Coke you Coke in the Coke comes in what? it comes in a bottle or a can do you chew the can? Do you chew the can? Do you chew the bottle? You just take the coke. That is wise. That is wise. You start thinking about this day. The day that you are going to live. Amen. Now, let's look at something else from what Jesus Christ said. Now, as he's lying here, things are happening in the spirit world. The Bible says, now, that person has now lifted up his eyes somewhere. It means that that person is now alive somewhere. And the Bible says he is in torment. He is in torment, which means that he had a body. But if you don't have a body, how can you say that you are tormented? How can you say that you are suffering? So when you are lying here, the, the day that life on this earth is over, you are going to discover 
that you have a body, a spiritual body in another world. Now, number two, when you die, you will either go to heaven or you will go to hell. That is the second thing that will happen to you. The day that you are lying here, you will either go to heaven or you will go to hell. I am not the one that is telling you. It is Jesus Christ that came to tell us. And I told you, the Bible says, let every man be a liar. Let God be true. Let me ask you a question. You, what do you have at all that God will deceive you? Why will God deceive you? God will deceive you for what? Is it for your car? Is it for your house? What do you have? So if God is telling you something, then you have to believe it. You have to believe it. Because whether you gain or you lose, it doesn't affect God in any way. So if he came to this earth to come and warn you and I, then you have to be attentive and listen to what he's saying and take that advice. The Bible says in Luke, the same Luke chapter 22, chapter 16 verse 22 and, the verse, and 23, it says, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes be in torment and seeth Abraham afar and Lazarus in his bosom. Let me tell you my brother. Let me tell you my sister. Life doesn't end when you die. You will not become a piece of meat lying there one day. But something will be happening that you are not aware of. That is what I am drawing your attention to. And if you are a wise person, you start thinking about it. When you die, it's either you go to heaven or you go to hell. If you miss heaven, you can never miss hell. If you miss heaven, you can never miss hell. So today that you are alive, Think about the day that you are coming to lie here. Think about the day that you breathe your last breath. Because that is the most important day in your life. If you lose it for that day, that is the end. I'm telling you, that will be the end. Let us continue. Now, what will also happen when you are lying here one day is that Jesus Christ's definition shows us that those going to heaven will be escorted by angels into the presence of the Lord. Those that are going to heaven will be escorted by angels into the presence of God. So now, as my sister is lying here, as you see her lying here, like this, you can only see a dead body. But in the realms of the spirit, something is happening that you cannot see. If she was able to live a life that was taking her to heaven, if she was able to accept Jesus Christ as a Lord and person, and Jesus Christ paid the price for her, she will make it to heaven. And that day that she is going to heaven, the Bible says angels will come and angels will come and meet you. That is what the Bible says. In, he says that, and it came to pass, it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by angels into Abraham. So let me tell you, listen, especially those who understand football, just listen to what I'm saying. You know, in life, life is like the game of football. 
Anytime two teams are playing, and maybe a, let me say Kotoko and Haas. Maybe a Kotoko and Haas say if Kotoko and Haas are playing football, usually you see that they have these people, uh, the Red Cross, the, Red those Kotoko, who, the doctors and the nurses been, who attend to them when they fall down or when they are injured. Hello. Please, you understand. If you understand, give me a way. Beautiful. So, what it means is that whenever a Kotoko player falls down, you will see that the Red Cross that work for Kotoko Red Cross will rush and the doctors will come and come and attend to him. The same way when a Haas player falls down, in the same way, the the has uh, medical staff will come and come and attend to you. That is how life is. In this life, either you belong to God or you belong to Satan. There is no intermediary. Jesus Christ said that if you will be hot, be hot. If you will be cold, be cold. But the day you try to become lukewarm, you said you will vomit you out. It means that we are who are your Christians. And today you go to an idol. You are a lukewarm Christian. And I'm telling you, the day that Jesus Christ is coming, He's going to vomit you. You are not going to be part. So those people who say that. I'm telling you, you will not go to heaven. Because you, you don't know your stance. You don't know what will take you to heaven. If I am going to Medina, is there not a specific way to Medina? Hello? Is there not a way that will lead me to Medina? So if I am not walking on the way to Medina, will I ever get to Medina? So don't sit down and say, me, I don't know whether I will go to heaven or I will go to hell. You have to be sure of your salvation from today. Otherwise, it will catch you by surprise. So as I was saying, either you belong to light or you belong to darkness. Either you belong to God or you belong to Satan. So the day you fall down, just as she's lying there, like your Red Cross people are going to come. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The people that were watching you, the side that you belong to, those people are going to come for you. And that is what Jesus Christ is telling us. That if you are going to heaven, angels will come and meet you. I see you going to heaven in the name of Jesus. That the angels of God will meet you one day when life is no more. When the music has stopped, life is no more. I see the angels of God meeting you. So if you make sure that you accept Jesus Christ. On that day, you are going to make it. Amen. Amen. Now, the second one. If you go to hell, why are you quiet? You want to know what will happen when you go to hell. If you go to hell, if you are going to hell, what Jesus Christ made us understand is that you are going to be escorted by demons. Angels will not come for you. But demons will come and meet you. Now let's read something from Isaiah chapter 14. The Bible says that hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. So the day you die, the Bible says that demons will come and meet you. And it says, let me read it for you. It says that it stirs up the dead for thee. Even all the chief ones of the earth, it had raised up from their thrones all the kingdoms of the nation. Now, if, if the Bible says it stirs up the dead to meet you, what does it mean? What it means is that, you know, sometimes eh, 
when something is coming to happen to you and you are not aware if you are not aware when that thing happens for example when you go to the hospital and you have a fracture and the doctors want to do it for you most of the time some catch yourself Okay, you have a kind three. You tell you count to three. At my third count, make case so. So get ready. Into your account, one no case so. What he is doing is that on better what dream the bus so be case so. It's when it happens like that, you know, you will not feel the the or yeah or now be feminist at So the Bible is saying that trust the 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 hell, eh? It will stay up. It will stay up the day for your sake. This is what it means. When the, patron, the day that you are dead, now you are descending into the grave. At that time, the people that are dead, especially I believe these ones will be the ones that knew you when you were on earth and they couldn't make heaven and they are in hell. The Bible says they will be stirred up. They will come and come and meet you. What they will come and do is so after all, you didn't take Jesus. And you are coming to hell. Look at my eyes. 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 You are already dead before you, you get into the fight. So, my brother, my sister, this thing that I'm saying, it is going to be a very terrible day. Let me catch you. you. Although we are making fun yeah, and we are laughing, but the day that you are here, the day that you are here, these are the things that you are going to see. I am telling you. So, it's better that you consider this day even before you leave this earth. Anybody that considers this way, this way of life, is able to make good decisions. Now, let's continue. Now the next one is that those going to hell will descend and go downwards. Just as I said, you will be buried. It means that you will go underground. I have heard of a story of a man that said that God took him into hell to go and experience some human beings. Now, when that person was going to hell, he made, uh, he, he explained something. He said that who said I said, so so was like he was falling to a deep pit. That is why the Bible calls it the bottomless pit. Hell is a pit. And you talk through. So when you don't go to heaven and you are going to hell, you go into that pit. And the man said that before Nafi was starting feel say that is when you are getting close to the fire. You see that now you feel the heat. So if you don't make it to heaven and you go to hell, that is what you're going to you are going to experience. You go into the bottomless pit. That is where your portion will be. But God forbid in the name of Jesus. As you have come here today, may God make a way for you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, the next thing that will happen 
is that when you die and you go to hell, you will find yourself in a prison where there is endless, unimaginable distress and torment. If 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 you end up going there, it says what? You will find yourself in a prison. Hell is a prison. And in that place there is unimaginable distress. And there is what torment. And there is intolerable agony. Listen, I am not the one telling you, and I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not afraid of you. And whatever, listen, that's what I was telling you. God is not afraid of you. God can tell you the truth without blinking an eye. So if God is telling us, my sister, my brother, don't wait until you reach here before you start thinking about where you are going. Start thinking about it where you are sitting before you get here. So that by the time you get here, your soul will be saved. Amen. Because this agony that you are going to go through, look at us. Those of us in Africa, those of us in Ghana, it's not easy to bear. Imagine you going to lie inside fire. 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 For the rest of your life. My brother. It will not be something that you enjoy. I am telling you. So if you have the opportunity now. You better take the right decision. And run for your life. So that God will save you. One day. When you die. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, wait. Now, before I bring my message to an end, let me tell you another thing that will happen when you get to hell. It says that if you go to hell, you will discover a place where people scream and cry for a drop of water. When people are screaming and they are crying, they don't want anything. The only thing that they want is just a drop of water. Today, you and I, we are here and we are able to buy water. You can buy a bottle of water and then you drink. You can decide to drink all this, all of it, as and when you want or not. True or not true? True or not true? Sometimes even traffic, when you are in the traffic, and people come to sell you water. You are able to reject water even when it comes to you. But the Bible is saying that when you get there, the people there, they are screaming and they are crying. They are not looking for a bottle of water. They are looking for just a drop. Just a drop like this. To drink, to quench their thirst, to make them comfortable a bit, but they don't get. Imagine looking for a drop of water, a drop of water to make your body comfortable. Do you think it's an easy thing? Do you think you will enjoy life? I'm telling you, it's very dangerous. It is very dangerous. Just a drop of water. Let me tell you, the Bible says that the rich man he fed sumptuously. 
It means that they served him a table. And on the table, he saw different glasses. The ones for minerals. The ones for drinks. Those of my brothers who went to the etiquette dinner. I heard it and you think I didn't hear it. So when you go to that table, you will see bottles. You will see glasses. Different types. Let me tell you. That rich man. That rich man. He was by that table. He saw all those glasses. And saw how glasses are filled with water. And nice drinks. But on that day. On that day. When he looked around him. And he saw the way the people are suffering. He didn't cry out for a bottle of water. He didn't say he wanted a glass of water. The only thing that he was looking for. Was a drop of water. Just a drop. Just a drop, just a drop to make his life better. I am telling you, somebody, if you get there, you are going to be tormented. You are going to be tormented. I pray that you will never get there. I pray that you will never get there. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So today, if you are sitting here and you have life and you can see and you can think and you can walk, this is the best time for you. This is the best time for you. My brother, don't wait. Don't wait until that day when everything is over. When everything is over, that you are going inside the grave that you are going to transition into the other world that you are going to regret some of these things what is the use of coming into this world fighting for every other thing struggling for every other thing and at the day that you are dying your soul is going to perish in a place where a drop of water is the main thing where a drop of water is the main thing that they need there to survive why would you live your life like that? Why would you live your life like that? Let me give you the last one. And then we can close. Now listen. In the verse 25. Listen to me very very well. In the verse 25. Of chapter 16. The Bible says that. But Abraham said unto him. Son. Remember. Remember. Remember, Kai. remember Kai. that thou in their lifetime received all the good things. Now, the last thing that I have for you is that when you die, when you die, you will remember, you will remember everything that happened to you on this earth. If listen, I'm telling you, if, if you don't take what I'm telling you today and tomorrow you end up in hell what Jesus Christ is telling us you are going to remember you are going to remember that a certain black man stood before you with some crooked head and he was telling you to repent and you didn't listen you will remember that day you will remember that day you will remember today you are going to remember this day anytime this opportunity comes to you and you reject it you are going to remember that day that you are suffering that day that you need a drop of water that day that the fire is, is tormenting you you remember that somebody was telling me that I should repent and I didn't listen somebody came to call me from home that we should go to church and I didn't listen somebody came to me and asked me to come and accept Jesus Christ and I didn't listen that day you cannot have tears to cry I am telling you 
you cannot even have tears to cry. The most painful thing is to remember that you had an opportunity and you rejected the opportunity. You will regret it. You will regret it. So my brother, my sister, I am telling you today, don't let this day go over. Don't let this day pass you by without knowing the true person that is going to take you to heaven on the day that you die. Listen, you will remember that a day came that you came to church. Today, our reason for gathering, maybe we are, it's true, we are going to play football, we are going to do other things. But the main reason why we are here, the main reason why we are gathered here, is for you to know that person that the day that you are transitioning from this life into the other life, he will give you a safe place and a good place to have rest. The Bible says when you go to heaven, what a day of rejoicing it will be. What a day of rejoicing it will be. Why do you want to go to hell? Why would you decide and take the option that you want to go to hell? Why would you just accept Jesus Christ and have life and have it more than enough? Why? 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 As a human being, the Bible says that God has given us our choice. Giving us everything that we should do. There is, we, we have the chance to do whatever we want. But at the end of the day, remember that it is appointed unto man to die once. But after death, after death, after death, when you are lying here, and people are eating, people are dancing, people are jamming to your, your, your funeral songs. Remember, that you will be going through some things that those people cannot see. So if you are wise, if you are wise, and you consider tomorrow, I want to tell you, consider that day now. Consider that day now. Before it is too late. Now, when you read Revelation chapter 20 verse 15, it says that, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Today, my last question for you. Is your name in the book of life? Is your name in the book of life? Is your name in the book of life? Today, when you are leaving this earth, are you sure? Are you sure that when you live here, angels are going to meet you? Or demons are rather going to meet you? That is a question for you. You are the one that is supposed to answer it. As I am sitting here, I cannot answer that one for you. I cannot be able to determine where you go when you die. That is why the Bible says we should not judge. I can correct you. I can tell you what to do right. But I can't tell you whether you go to heaven or you go to heaven. But one of the things that we know is that when you have your name in the book of life, when your name is written on that day that you are lying here, when they leave the register and they are looking for names, would they find Kojo Boafo inside? Would they find Abigail inside? Would they find Ernestina inside? Would they find someone inside? Would they find your name in that book? Listen, my brother, my sister. If your name is not in that book, if your name is not in that book, if your name is not in that book, that, that will be the end of your life. Because that the Bible says that is the second death. You are now going to die another death. An unimaginable, tormentable life. That you will regret the rest of your life. So today I'm asking you, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? Now listen, hell, eh? 
Hell that we see like It will not be filled with people that God didn't love. Can you hear me? Hell is not full of people that God didn't love. Rather, hell is filled with people who rejected God. The people who rejected the love that Jesus Christ came to show, they are the people that will be found in hell. So today I am telling you, I am telling you, if you reject that love today, your destiny or your destination is only one. Listen, why some people think that the life that they are living, it is not easy for them to be able to know Christ Somebody told me one day. Somebody told me, said, Oh no, that the life he's living now. He's not ready to repent. He's not ready to repent. He's not ready to go to church. It is fine. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want to do. But on that day, you will remember. You will remember the pastors and the preachers and the people that came to you. They come and speak to you. Why won't you let go the world? Why won't you let go those things that are destroying you? And give your life to Jesus. And walk towards Jesus. Why won't you just leave the looking for money? You are looking for money so you don't have time for God. You are looking for money. And you are doing all sorts of things just to be able to get money. Why won't you leave this life? Why won't you just leave this boyfriend and this girlfriend? Why won't you stop fornication and accept Jesus Christ and then go to heaven? Let me ask you a question. Look at the things that Jesus Christ has described to us that will happen in heaven and in hell. The vagina and the penis that you are chasing after. That one, is it? can you compare that one to this one? Can you compare that one to what you are going to experience? Listen, the torment that you are going to face, it is better that you let go these things for today to save your eternity than to follow after those things today and tomorrow get there and realize that you have made a big mistake. You have made a very big mistake in your life. I am telling you, today what is holding you back? What is preventing you from accepting Jesus Christ? I challenge you today to let go that thing. Just throw it away. Throw that thing away. Because on that day, it's going to be a terrible day. It's going to be a terrible day. If you don't know Jesus Christ, it is going to be a terrible day for you. So you need to make that decision now. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. So that the day that you are transitioning, you have a special place to go. In the name of Jesus, bow down your head. Bow down your head. Bow down your head. And begin to pray. Ask God deeply inside your heart. If the life that you are leading is not a life that heaven approves of, ask God to forgive you. Ask God to have mercy on your soul. Ask God. Ask God. Ask God. Ask God. Ask God to have mercy on you and forgive you in the name of Jesus. As you have bowed down your head, as you have bowed down your head, continue. Pray. Pray. Pray, 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 make your life reconcile it back up with God so that the day that you are no more, the day that you breathe your last breath on this earth, there will be a future for you. 
Why will I follow idols? Why will I follow men? Why will I follow riches? And leave Jesus Christ. Father, I am sorry for all these things that I have done. Have mercy upon my soul. Have mercy upon my soul. Have mercy upon my soul. In the name of Jesus. At this moment, as all heads are bowed, if you are here and you don't know Jesus Christ, you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. As you are seated there now, you don't know whether if you die today, you will make it to heaven. You don't know that if life ends for you today, your next destination is going to be hell. I want you to raise your right hand. Wherever you are, lift your right hand. 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 Let it go up. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Let that hand go up. High in the air. For, for Jesus to see you. If your hands are lifted. Please come to me. Come. Come now. Come. Come. Come, come to me. Come let us pray. Come. Come in front. Come. Don't be shy. Come. Listen. The friend that you are shy of tomorrow when you are dying, he is not going with you. That person that you are shy of, it means to me sorry. You are deceiving yourself. That day that you are dying, you go alone. So if you don't come, if you don't come, if you don't come. If you don't come and that day goes by, remember what the Bible says. You shall remember this day. Remember you remember so Come to me right now. Come to Jesus. Jesus is calling you. Stand up and come. Stand up and come. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. You know in your heart that you have never accepted Jesus Christ. The Bible says He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can go to the Father except through Him. So if you have not accepted that way, come, come, come. Hurry up and come. Jesus Christ is still waiting. Come. Jesus Christ is still waiting. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I am waiting for you. I am still waiting for you. I am still waiting for you. Jesus Christ is waiting. Jesus Christ is waiting. Don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart. My brother, my sister. Don't harden your heart. Because you are not ready. To go to hell, a place of eternal torment. Let Jesus save you today. Let Jesus save you today. Let Jesus save you today. Don't die in your sins. Don't die in your sins. Don't die in your sins. Come to Jesus now. Come to Jesus now. You are still sitting there. You are still sitting because you are shy that somebody will laugh at you. Somebody will mock you. Please, listen. On that day, it is an individual affair. So if you don't know, if you don't know, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I have just one minute. I'm waiting for you for only one minute. And you can hear in your heart 
that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Sister, my brother, don't sit down. Don't sit down. Hurry up and come. Hurry up and come. Hurry up and come. In the next minute, the book of life is going to be closed. Why will you wait and not let your name come? into the book of life don't let the book of life close whilst you are still sitting down come to Jesus come to Jesus come to Jesus and have your name written in that book so that on the day that you die on the day that life is no more God will have mercy on your soul in the name of Jesus I'm waiting for you I'm waiting for that last person I'm waiting for that last person that last person who wants to say Jesus I am tired of this world Jesus I am sorry for all that I have done wrong I surrender my life to you take control over my life I am waiting for you where are you where are you where are you hurry up hurry up hurry up before the book closes hurry up hurry up and come to Jesus Now all of you, all of you that are in front, I want to tell you that you have made the best decisions of your life. This is the best decision that you can ever take in your life. It is not about money. It is not about riches. It's not about what you gain in this life. But this day is the most important day of your life. And I am happy that tomorrow you are going to remember this day and be happy and rejoice that you took this decision. If you are still seated and you know that you have to be here, please come because the book of life has been opened. God is going to write names. God is going to write names. Don't let your name be out of this book. Come. Run to Jesus. Let him put your name in that book so that you will not regret ever coming to live on this earth. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Now all of you in front, I want you to lift up your hands. Let every place be quiet. Let every place be quiet. Let all of us be quiet. As God and Jesus Christ writes the name of these ones by the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary into the book of life. Now everybody lift your hands if you are in front here. Lift up your hands and say this after me. From the depth of your heart, say it after me. In the name of Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I believe that Jesus Christ, He died and He rose again for my sake. Father Lord, today I dedicate my life, I give my life to Jesus Christ. Jesus, 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 write my name in the book of life. Jesus, today, if I live, I live for you. And if I should die, I die for you. Jesus, I belong to you. I belong to you. I belong to you. Jesus, accept me 
just as I am. Forgive me of all my wrongs. From today, I will serve you. So help me God. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together.